You're listening to YYFM. Um, hi, my name's Angela Harney. Um, I'm a grandma of six, a happily married lady, retired. But uh, in retirement, I seem to be doing a lot more than I was doing when I was working. <laughs> um, I've always enjoyed um, writing and uh, making up stories, so on and so forth. So I thought I'd develop this a little bit more when I retired. So I found a writing group and uh, I met uh, some of the Tales Around the Teapot writers in that group. It was a creative writing group. Uh, but when the group disbanded, we formed our own little breakaway uh, group and it was called Tales Around the Teapot. The name was devised by Sonia, I might add, which is, a, I think, a great name. And, and it's all about just little stories, poems. Um, it's so fantastic being creative. I can't tell you how, how great it makes me feel. Um, I'm also a, an exercise teacher and my role in college was uh, to teach uh, exercise and nutrition, fitness. And I get the same buzz out of writing that I do out of exercising. It's, it's a strange thing. It just gives me some relief and some joy and pleasure. And it makes me feel like, sated, I suppose. Yeah. So um, anyway, we meet up every Friday. The others will probably tell you more. But I'm also um, editing my own novel, which is called Escape to Druidstone, which has got a, a, a Welsh theme. And it's about betrayal and it's about druids and it's about... Um, a host of characters um, and I think I can uh, maybe get a few more books out of it um, yeah. so anyway that's that's me <laughs> is that the Druid is that based on the Druid stone in, in West Wales that people know no it's oh, not actually and yeah. no. um, so a lot of people have said that it, hmm. in my mind it's, it's a fictitious place is Druid stone and in my mind it's somewhere up past the Breckens you know like uh, out of the way uh, somewhat so yeah, it's no relation it's just uh, but of course the the druids were prevalent in wales most of them were in anglesey apparently hanging entrails off trees and all sorts as you do <laughs> as you do yeah, yeah. actually so, Angela, just to say while you're on i i did i did enjoy your um your book about your 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 france you know your adventures in france oh yeah this the month in the minivoir yeah that was yeah. a little memoir of my husband we've sold that little place now uh, we got rid, which is great, really, because um, you know we'd come to, we had it because my husband's an astronomer and it was such dark skies. I only went for the wine, but um, <laughs> you know it was getting sort of costly to travel over. And um, actually, even though it was dark skies, there's terrible winds which cross France. You know, not just the tramontane, the tramontanes where we were, and it was just not conducive to holding a camera still because <laughs> he's an astrophotographer. So. You know, so we sold it was just as well before COVID because I think we wouldn't be able to get out there. It'd be a nightmare. No, that's right. Yeah, so you sold, yeah. it, you sold it at the right time. I really, I really enjoyed enjoyed that. Anyway. No, so, oh, thanks, so, Steve. Um, Sonia, if I if I uh, come to you next, because apparently you you were the 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 brainchild of of the title, you know, one of your finest moments, I, I imagine. <laughs> Could you uh, tell us a little bit about you know your involvement with it and well. How it came about, same as Angela, really, when our other group disbanded, um, a friend, one of the other members, Rianne and I, were sitting in the cafe and saying how much we missed being able to, to meet up and write. And Rianne suddenly said, why don't we start our own group? So so that's what we did. Um, and we met at the old library in Caffilly. Um, but we set up a Facebook page to start it off. And to get the Facebook page going, 
I had to give it a name. And I gave it Tales Around the Teapot, but I said to the, to the other members they could change it if, um, if they wanted to, but they didn't seem to want to, they, they quite liked it. Um, but I actually didn't think about the, the um, initials because we've got <laughs> down the side of, of the book and it's T-T-A-T, -T, so tat. <laughs> so I didn't think that through properly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, how I came to start writing was um, I've got a disability. I've got a disability. I had a disability since I was born, and I went. But I went to a mainstream school. So if there were things I couldn't do when I was at school, the teacher would say to me, "Here's a pen and paper. Write write a story." And I actually loved doing. And I loved. I found I loved writing. So I've been writing since I was about seven or eight, really. What kind of things do you tend to write about, Sonia? Um, I like writing fiction, but I also write, um, I've got a blog because I tend to sort of lurch from one disaster to another. Yeah. I My wheelchair breaks down regularly. I fall out of it regularly. Um, <laughs> and so I've got a blog called uh, Wheel, Wheels in a Spin. So I, I tend to write for that. I haven't done that for a while, but I write, I write for that. Um, and I tend to put a funny spin on things that happen to me really because it usually makes me laugh I've got quite a sense of humor really so I tend to laugh at the things that have happened to me really so so, so uh, do, you, do you get a response to, to that from sort of fellow wheelchair users who can really relate to what you're talking about yes um yeah but I started really just to make people laugh but I cannot I find a way sometimes find a way of getting the point across but making people laugh in the process. Like sometimes I'll be going along the street and find a car parked on the drop curb. And that's it then. I've got to go back down the street across up the road and find an, no another curb. And then, so I tried to get a points across that way as well with the blog. Yeah, good so, good, good idea. Because people, people are so uh, ignorant, aren't they, about mm -hmm. that stuff? Often. Sometimes people will just, they just have no idea. And then yeah. until I point it out to them and say, would you mind moving? Uh, please, because I need to use that curb, but they, they've got no idea and they're really apologetic. So, so um, th thanks, Sonia. Um, Diana, you've already started uh, recording. I don't know whether the other guys know this, we've been re recording so, some, of the, some of the stories uh, and mm -hmm. uh, sending them, the, them across. Um, what's that been like for you? What's it, you know, is that kind of nice thing to do? Yes, yes, it is. Um, I have a background in uh, theatre and performance, and so this is right up my street. But um, I do feel um, a bit daunted because of the technology, but um, I think I've managed it okay so far. And uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it, really enjoying it. Yeah. And, I, and I've enjoyed listening to them as well, as, I, as I've told you in, in, in the emails. And um, I think Angela will, will relate to this from, from her background in college. And it's, sometimes it's not about the technology and, you know, it doesn't have to be sort of 1000%, you know, perfect. If it has soul and it says something, I think that's, you know, way more important, really. Yes, yes. Okay. Yeah, I mm. I'm well, glad um, that you you're pleased with them Steve yeah I'm enjoying them and your voice works so well for them you know it's just oh. <laughs> a voice is fantastic Diana could just say anything and it would sound so exciting <laughs> <laughs> we love listening to her stories don't we we just all sit back and go mm, when she's going to read one of her pieces <laughs> uh -huh. 
Here's an idea, an idea, Diana, for you, right? It's just a crazy idea of what Angela just said, but um, there's a lot of stories, aren't there? There's a lot of stories, but I mean, there's a potential audio book here, isn't there? Yes, yes, there is. I mean, the material that the girls have all written, I call, Steve knows I call us all girls. And um, yes, the, the material is so good. It's so rich and it's so diverse. And um, I really want to do it justice. So I'm spending time uh, working out what's the best to get that into it, you know. So um, the stories that you sent across so far, um, what, five to seven minutes, something like that, generally the workout? Yes, some are are shorter, yes. And I think you sent you sent across a poem as well, didn't you? So that was that was yes, short, um, but... Joan's poem in disguise. The girls mm. will know that one. It's an excellent poem. I mean, for 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 Angela and Sonia, I don't know whether we talked about this before um, to them, uh, uh, Diana. But maybe could you sort of explain how this works, as if you like, how you see it working as radio content for the target audience? Well, yes. Um... As you said, the um, people who will be hearing this are people who are isolated, really, in rooms on their own. I've been in that situation, and and, um, it's nice to be able to choose to listen to something that takes you away from that place, Mm. away from that place you're in, that takes you somewhere else uh, so that you can sit back, and it then will trigger off other memories perhaps, you know, once the story is finished, it will perhaps trigger off other memories in the person's mind and get them just uh, moving along a different tangent from the one that they might have been in before they listened. Uh, Mm -hmm. I like the idea of that. Yeah. Can I ask you a real brief one, Diana? Um, When when you're reading those stories, you might not even have an answer to this, I don't know, but do you have someone in mind when you're reading them? Yes, 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 I, I tend to touch into my emotions and um, that's the way I can do it. I tend to forget that it's me sitting there and yes, I try to be the person who is in the story, yeah. And um, uh, Angela, does this give you this kind of conversation and this kind of project, if you like, does it give you a different inspiration or, you know, other things to write about? Is your head kind of full of ideas now? Well, I don't know. Things just pop into my head and that my husband will say, you know, where, where do, how can you do that? I said, I don't know. We all say the same, all of us teapots when asked by people who don't write, how, how do you do it? And yeah. we don't, we don't know how we do it. We just do. It's a strange phenomenon, you know, it, it really is. Um, excuse me, that's my dog. Sorry, we like the dog. <laughs> that's Pixie. And, and going back to audiobooks, you know, I'm an avid reader, but I love listening to audiobooks and stories. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, when we used to travel back and forth to France, we used to listen all of the time and we used to really enjoy it. You know, for example, I got um, really interested in the character Anne Lister. 
you know, Gentleman Jack. I thought, God, she was a character. So I read about 16 books. I could go on Mastermind about her now. And I was telling my husband about her. um, And I said, you've got to listen about her. So we listened to a whole audio book about her going to France. And we just thoroughly enjoyed it. So I think you can hear things and enjoy it and probably a little bit more than if you're reading yourself in in ways. So so, so from having listened to that all the way to France, um, what what would you say to Diana in particular in terms of, you know, what makes an audio book work? Is there any sort of techniques in, in the reading or anything you look out for at all or... You know, what, what do you like? Well, well I just I just think um, when, when, you know, you, when you read things, you just speak it in your, your own mind. But I think it brings the characters to life even more when it's spoken by, a, you know, a real person and the kind of intonations and the pauses. That it, just, it just brings it more to life in ways. My, yeah. my gra- one of my granddaughters is listening to Stephen Fry um, uh, ah. talking on the... Um, Harry Potter, you know, she's mad on Harry Potter. And she said, he's nearly as good as David Attenborough. You know, some people have just got a voice and, and a voice for this type of thing. And I think Diana is one of those. Yeah, without without embarrassing Diana, I think a voice just works per, per, perfectly for this. Um, oh, it's fantastic. So, Sonia, what are your thoughts on audiobooks? Do you sort of, are, are, is that something you ever listen to yourself? Definitely, yeah. I listen to audiobooks more than I read books now. Um, yeah, so I think that, and Diana has a way of bringing the story to life with her voice, really. Um, yeah, so I I think she's really good. It's gonna Diana's gonna be great at this. It's great, chair. Yeah, I think um, you know audio and podcasts and all of that. I think it'll be you know it's the way forward. We're kind of getting rid of hard books now, aren't we? And reading things on our iPads and, um, and things, but I think it more and more now, I think books will go and it'll be people just reading out the stories and all the novels and things to come. You know? uh, uh, Diana, we talked about this before. I imagine, I don't know, maybe Sonia and Nigel, but also we talked about Radio 4, didn't we? And the kind of the way that they treat stories yeah. and books, books on there. Uh, in kind of short, short, you know, short snippets, so you can listen to different sections from, from a book over time. Have you started listening around yourself now, more critically, thinking, "Oh, that's pretty good. Maybe I'll try it this way," or picking up techniques? I, I think, um, I think that's one thing I want to do. I also want to um, have feedback from the guys in the group, from the girls in the group, yes. um, and I've sent one or two of the items to the writers to see if that's the way they really felt it should come across. Um, because uh, this is a learning curve for me as well. So uh, yes, I will be listening to more of Radio 4, but I haven't done so yet because I've been learning how to record. <laughs> yeah. well, we've, learned, we've all learned so many new skills in the lockdown, haven't we? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, this is kind of, in a way, it is. You're, you're spot on, Angela, with that. This is kind of a great example of the new norm, isn't it? A kind of virtual repository of stories for people, know. you know, in a hospital during a pandemic who can't connect with the outside world, you know. It's but so many people would benefit from, from that, you know, I, I think. And I don't know, whenever I'm writing myself, I've always got a radio on in the background. I just, you know, people like to hear a human voice, don't they? It gives them a bit of comfort. Yeah, exactly. I think that's mm-hmm. that's absolutely it. Because I was mm-hmm. you know, the thing with this because it's 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 in a hospital, 
Uh, it's predominantly audio, but it's not exclusively audio. There's also music, um, which we, we, we do with different links. But the fact that it's non-linear, so it's not, it's not live, you know? Mm. So, you know, patients, you know, depending, maybe somebody's just had an op or something and they just want to chill out and relax and just lie back, mm. have something even, you know, just to, maybe to even fall asleep to. There's nothing wrong with that, you know, no. in a hospital. And then other people might maybe habitually turn to it last thing at night because I think you're going to have a long series ahead of you there, um, uh, Diana, once you get, once you get going. Mm. You've got a lot of reading ahead of you. <laughs> You love, love to be eating honey to keep your vocal cords moist, Diana. Uh -huh. Yes, and hopefully once I've had the procedure, I won't be so uh, nasal. But no, it's um. Voice sounds absolutely fine, honestly. It really does. I wonder what it'll sound like after. <laughs> Even better. Is, is there anyone, any of you wanted to sort of mention other people involved or maybe thank or, you know, a, a message to people who might be hearing the stories? Well, the people in our group or people in general? People in your group and, uh, and uh, to begin with people in your group, you might want to thank or mention. Well, I think we ought to mention Rian because, I, I mean, you know, this has been so cathartic for her with the demise of her daughter. I, I think it's really set her on the straight and narrow and given her something to yeah. focus on. And I can see it dipping again, so I think we'll have to put together a volume two <laughs> to, get, to get it enthusiastic and motivated again. Yeah. yeah. I'm just pleased at how well the book's done for, for, for lots of things like this now, for people uh, to listen to the books when they're in hospital, etc., and just for the money raised for the cancer charity. And, you know, we, we're getting something out of it as well. We, we've had a thoroughly great time in the lockdown, haven't we? And yeah. by tuning our skills, because, you know, we do try to develop our skills as well, don't we? And every time we facilitate the group, we're always trying to bring new, uh, push each other to challenge our abilities a bit more. So yeah, I think, yeah, all of us, I think, uh, you know, we, we've all come together as, you know, maybe we wouldn't have met in other circumstances. We're all from different backgrounds, got different, ways and characters and personalities but it seems to work somehow yes yeah mm. i would like to thank all of the girls yeah because, um i'm the last one i'm the last one in and um and we know that when things get the chop you're probably the first one out but <laughs> i think you're all right Diana. i think you're okay i don't think so <laughs> but um they've just been so encouraging to me because I've had a bit of um, a desert um, for the last four, what, 10, 20 years with this sort of thing. And um, it has reignited something in me that um, I always knew was there, but I thought it might have um, died really. But uh, they just brought me to life again. And I'd also just like to thank um, the guy who first got me into drama at the advanced years of 40, um, who is dead now, but he was younger than me. And his name was Rob Lacey uh, from um, Trapdoor Theatre. And um, he was just such an incredible encouragement. So I would like to thank him. Yes, as well. That's nice, Diana. That's great. Um, I don't know whether, I suppose people can find you, Sonia, through the Facebook group. Is that the best way to find out more? Uh, the Facebook page is closed now, but okay. they could um, contact any of us through Facebook, really. 
Okay, I'm just thinking if you've got a book and you're trying, like Andrew said, you're raising funds for a really good cause yeah. as yeah. well. We're happy to promote it in any way that works for you, of course, you know. We've actually sold all the books that we had. Printed. Oh, gone. You're sellout. Yeah. 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 Sellout. Yeah. 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 We raised £1,300. So, well so we done. were really pleased with that, weren't we? Mm. Yes. Yes. Well, um, you know, Angela's a kind of, I think, maybe semi-jokingly said there'll be, there'll be a follow-up, but the first sound of it, there's almost inevitably... Oh, so there's going to be a follow-up. Yeah. There's no yeah. stopping us now. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I, again, the thing with with uh, this project is um, it actually, it gets shared all over the place through the web. So, you know, if, if once, once we have something to promote, you know, you know, let us know as soon as you do, and we'll oh, give it a good old, good old plug for yeah. you. Is that right, Steve, that your students might be putting some music to some of the stories as well? Uh, it's possible, yeah. I mean, obviously, they're all on leave now. Mm. Yeah. But, yeah, we, we can... I mean, one, one thing I did, which I, I mentioned before, which is of interest to people hearing this as well, is um, I work with my students with a lecturer who happens to live in Cafili, uh, uh, who is originally from California. Um, but what I did with her and her students, I took the stories off the page. I can't guarantee I could do this with all the stories, by the way, but took the stories off the page, uh, got them voiced, brought the characters to life, added music and sound and turned them into kind of short form radio plays, you know. Oh, that's brilliant. Isn't that great? Yeah, I know Barry. I was went to one of Barry's classes years ago. Oh, there you go. Barry Llewellyn. Yeah. 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 So Barry, would, Barry would love this project, by the way. Oh, that's great, yeah, really good. So, yeah. Uh, as and when um, the audiobook comes about and Diana's doing the book signing, you know, by that time then we can negotiate the music contract at the same time, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we do the merch. And something to keep breathing for, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. But um, Diana, just to say before we close, there's no pressure at all and don't feel, you know, because I don't feel that things have to be perfect because they really don't. Sounds To me, it sounds great what you do. I, I really like what you do. Mm, um, thank you. No, no rush to get it done, you know, and, you know, when, when you're ready, great, we'll, we'll start sharing them, yeah? Yeah. Thank you, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Am fwy o gynnwys fel hyn i ddiluniad lein ac i arael ni wybod beth hoffech chi gwybod nesaf, ewch chi it's yyfm.com. Thanks for listening to YYFM. For more content like this, to follow us online and to tell us what you want to hear more of, visit itsyyfm.com. <laughs>